0: Hey, guys, and welcome to a special edition of the Money Podcast. It's called Money News You'll Really Use. The concept? Simple enough. We subscribe to tons of financial publications, and every month we read hundreds of articles. Then, every couple weeks, we give you the highlights, so you're up to speed on the important news that affects your money. Think of it as an investor's almanac, a digest, whatever you want to call it. In part one of today's show, we're going to discuss where we are now and what's happened in the markets this month. In part two... We'll go over important news stories. In part three, we'll go over recent investments the three of us have made. Then, time allowing, we'll go over some listener questions. I'm your host, Stacey Johnson. My co host, as usual, is the delightful Miranda Marquette. Hi, Miranda. Hey, Stacy. And listening and sometimes contributing is our producer and novice investor, Aaron Freeman. What's happening, Aaron? Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Buy
1: the dip. <laughs> <laughs> except, for, except for today, it's up now.
0: <laughs> yeah, today the market's up. Let's yeah. get the ball rolling. The, but first, the dip a is over.
1: <laughs> we, we
0: are going to discuss specific investments in this show, including things we've personally invested in. But guess what? That doesn't make them recommendations. What's right for us may not be right for you. So before you invest in anything, do your own research, make your own decisions. Okay, let's get back to the news. Let's start off with where we are now and where and where we've been this month. Okay, so where we are now is this is December 2nd. This is actually, we're supposed to be recapping November. So even though the market is up today, um, it it, it is uh, the the month has actually been over for a couple of days. And what happened in November was pretty interesting. Okay. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 3.7% in November. Pretty crappy month. Uh, So far this year, though, it's still up 12.7%. The tech-heavy NASDAQ was virtually unchanged for the month. It was really it changed by like four points. So basically unchanged so far this year, though Nasdaq up twenty point six percent. All these, what I'm saying now is not as of December second, but as of November thirtieth. Okay, uh, Russell, the Russell two thousand. These are small companies. That was down four percent for the month of November. Horrible month for little guys. So far this year, up about eleven percent. Oil prices. Now here's a big story. Oil prices, oil was $80.88 at the beginning of November. It closed below 70, actually 66, I think. It was down 20% for the month. So far this year, the oil is still up 41%, but down 20% in one month. That's a big move. The 10-year treasury bond, this is what a lot of uh, interest rates are based off of, That's so we cover it, uh, 1.62% at the beginning of the month about 1.44% at the end it was so it was it was down interest rates were down 6.7% for the month so far this year though the yield on that 10 year up 56% so big increases in interest rates big cre- increases in um in uh, oil prices but not in November so it was a bad month for both those things so did, does that does that feel about right to you guys i know you don't follow this you know you don't know exactly how much the market was up or down but did you notice did you would you have thought the market was down that much
1: um, in, uh, y- yeah, because I looked at what had, what happened on, on uh, Black Friday, <laughs> which was, mm-hmm. which was, it was, was a bit of a drop, um, on Black yeah, Friday. And then, and then of course, yesterday, um, you know, yesterday, December 1st was, it was a bit of a drop, so it didn't surprise me. But yeah, when you saw, when you looked at, uh, Black Friday, that was a pretty uh, substantial drop.
0: Pretty big. And also Monday too. Or no, I think Monday was up. Tuesday was down. Wednesday was up. Thursday. This is that's yeah. today. Uh, is up. Yesterday was down. Anyway, it's been a roller coaster. It really well, has. W-
2: w- weren't they saying that basically the institutional investors were on holiday and it was like just about everybody else little Little guys kind of like pulling out of the market on Thursday and Friday?
0: Yeah, on well, Thursday the market was closed. On Friday, yes, you're absolutely right. So that's called when when there's fewer players showing up, and and you can imagine why, Friday after Thanksgiving, a lot of people aren't going to work. Uh, When there's fewer players showing up to to, to, uh, move the markets, that's called lack of liquidity, so so that means the, the tail can wag the dog. You know, when there's not very many people there and they all start selling, that the market can go down a lot because there's nobody there to to take the other side of those trades. So the lack of liquidity means not very many participants, and that's why the market. That's one of the reasons the market was down. Of course, we're about to cover the real reason the market was down on Friday. The reason it's been going crazy all week, uh, and that is because of the Omicron. Is that how you say
1: it, Omicron? Yeah, oh, I believe Omicron. Yes. Omicron. Yes.
0: And that that's now, I, I got to say, on Friday, when I saw that, I was i was at my uh, in laws in New York and I read the New York Times and watched the market plunging. And I was scared because, you know, because they were insinuating that this thing was, you know, it was the vaccines weren't going to be effective. And as we speak on December 2nd, we still don't know that. But it, but it sounded like the Andromeda strain, you know, I mean,
1: it sounded like this <laughs> yeah.
0: may be it. It's
1: coming for us.
2: It's got a sci fi yeah. name on it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, they- i mean omicron is a decepticon in the transformers universe so i mean i I did not understand a word of what you just said (laughs) well if you like transformers the (laughs) toys tv show whatever um so yeah and then of course there's also there's also a sci-fi movie from the 60s called omicron so oh really uh, so yes the internet has been rich with the memes (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, I just saw this just before we went on the air, that the uh, there's happens to be, just coincidentally, a crypto coin called Omicron. And it's up 1,000% since Friday. What a bizarre world we live in. But anyway, let's do some news stories. We're obviously going to touch on this again, but uh, I'm going to read you some of my, my headlines that stood out to me in the last two weeks. Uh, the first one comes from November 22nd, Wall Street Journal. Here's your headline. Supply chain problems show signs of easing. And here's a blurb from the article. In Asia, COVID-related factory closures, energy shortages, and port capacity limits have eased in recent weeks. In the U.S., major retailers say they've they have import they have most of what they need for the holidays. Ocean freight rates have retreated from record levels. So that was pretty good news. The supply chain snafus are are being worked out.
1: Now, I mean, there, I've read maybe, other articles
0: this month that say that's not true. Right. I mean, maybe that, Christmas that will anyways.
1: arrive in time after all, everybody.
0: Yeah. Now that we've all done our shopping in October. Read. I'm actually almost done. Are you guys? What? With? Christmas shopping. Um, no, not at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, you are, Miranda?
1: Um, no, I haven't even started. I mean, that's where I'm at, honestly. But at the same time, like, I'm one of those people. So I, yeah, I'm one of those people who, when I when I do my my holiday shopping, it will entirely be like gift cards. I like I send gift cards to quirky local restaurants where my siblings live. So so it's usually a restaurant they haven't tried but want to, and maybe you wouldn't do it unless they got a gift card. And so. Mostly my gift giving doesn't have to involve like supply chain issues. (laughs) Basically, I just, yeah, uh, and I do that. And then I usually on top of that, just like get a nice basket, like do nice baskets of like goodies. So yeah. I'm
0: be- glad that you explained your gift card uh, proclivities because I was about to criticize you. I hate gift cards. But what you're doing is cool, though. You're making somebody go to a restaurant that they might other- otherwise yeah. have gone to.
1: And 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 it's usually, like I said, it's usually like a local spot. And it's, you know, it's something that they would be interested in um, going. And it just kind of gives them that little extra push to go and enjoy um, a nice evening. So, yeah, I, yeah. and I like, and that's the thing is like, so I'm an experienced person, <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm like, well, you experience are. is yeah. for everybody. So,
0: yeah, I think that's really cool. But you know, generally speaking, and not to criticize those of you out there who are getting gri- or give and get or gift cards, but I am going to criticize you, <laughs> like as, as Chandler Bing would say, could you get any less imaginative? <laughs> right. so I'm not a fan. But anyway, I also don't have to buy a lot of presents because I don't have a very big family, but I'm I'm pretty much done. Anyway, let let us continue. Um, Now, this is November 22nd, same day, as a matter of fact, as the last story. Uh, This is from Bloomberg. Now, this is going to be, this is an interesting story, I hope, which does not develop further. Here's your headline. U.S. Intel shows Russia plans for potential Ukraine invasion.
1: There's a blurb.
0: America and others are not saying war is certain, or even that they know for sure Putin is serious about one. The people said it is likely he has not yet decided what to do. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said this month, I can't speak to Russia's intentions. We don't know what they are. Uh, and I've I would, read a I bit look, about this. Go ahead. What?
2: I was trying to figure out what, what this was all about, and I was trying to look into, like, Ukraine's exports. I was trying to figure out their significance next to the Black Sea. And I'm just like, "What, what are they doing?
0: They, they, want, they, they want to get Russia that Russia wants to get Ukraine back, because it was obviously part of the Soviet Union, and also they consider a buffer state with Europe. Uh, so they, they don't want uh, Ukraine in Europe's column. They, they want it in their column. Uh, so I read, you know I'm no, certainly no mm. geopolitical expert, but you know, the, re- the reason I mention this as an important story over the last couple of weeks is if, if a war breaks out, It will not be good for the stock market. Now, I don't think it will, but if it does, look out below. Have you been reading about that, Miranda?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Like, one of the things that you get when you have war is you get, like, this uncertainty. Geopolitical uncertainty can impact markets because, you know, people just start to get, you know, upset. And, of course, anything involving Russia tends to, you know, Russia and China. (laughs) Like, anything involving those things.
0: (laughs) But you know what I think, too, that I've read a good bit is that Russia does this. Putin specifically does this. You, you know, remember when you were a little kid riding the back of your, your parents' car and you have your sibling next to you and they go, you go, don't go over that line? Mommy, she went over the line. You know, I, I, think, I think Putin does that on purpose. I think what he, he'll mask troops somewhere just to make us have to react. Uh, I, I think, he, in other words, I believe that he, his hobby is keeping America off balance.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking it is.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't think anything's gonna happen. But again, I, I will say for the third time, I'm no expert at this stuff. But yeah, anyway, just like but,
2: him shooting the satellite out in space and you know spreading debris all over the place.
0: Yeah, there you go, like you that. Know? Okay, here's another. And anytime you guys have a story, oh. feel free to interrupt me. But here's another story. I'll do one more, and then you guys can tell me what you've read. But okay, uh, Washington <laughs> Post. Uh, this is says the FTC is cracking down on those continuing online charges you can't figure out how to cancel. That's a good story. Okay, yeah. so here's your blurb. Consumers have complained for years about online offerings that are easy to enroll in, but all but impossible to escape. Finally, help may be at hand. Under the leadership of Biden appointee Lena Khan, the Federal Trade Commission issued a policy statement last month making it clear the subscription service status quo would no longer hold. That's good news, huh?
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, actually really nice. Because um, a lot of people, right, a lot of people have a hard time canceling these things. And I mean, I know last time I tried to cancel like a um, a food box, like, it was like this whole thing, like you fill it out, then they'll send you an email confirmation. Um, there are some places that require you to have to actually call and talk to a person on the phone. If you want to cancel your account, it like just turns into this nightmare. So, this is a really good thing for people's budgets, especially those who are looking to trim the fat and readjust where their money goes uh, for the new year, uh, because yeah. that way that way they can start putting their money into things that align better with their values.
0: Cool. And those of you listening, if you have this issue where you can't get out of some subscription that you entered into, now you know who to complain to. Federal Trade Commission. Go to the FT go to ftc.gov. Find side where you can complain as a consumer and tell Tell yep. these people what's going on, and maybe you'll help everybody by doing that.
2: I have an uh, article here uh, by Justin LaHart out of the uh, Wall Street Journal. Uh, he was saying, today's shortages could be uh, become tomorrow's gluts. So he says, history suggests that acute shortages can lead to overproduction and then eventually bring down prices. Uh, so he says, like basically, the bottlenecks at the port of Los Angeles have contributed to the large uh, supply chain problems, which have you know, led to higher prices, which we said in a podcast a few weeks ago that we've noticed that, you know, inflation seems to be in certain areas and not in others.
0: Do you have any doubt that that's going to occur?
2: (laughs) So he's saying by this time next year, inflation might not, you know, be a a bigger problem as it is right now.
0: Yeah, and I believe that's true. But, you know, that reminds me of what, what I think is the biggest story of the last few weeks. And I'm going to give you that story right after we take this quick break. Be right back. Okay, we are back. I've got two stories left, both of which I think are the two most important stories. You guys may disagree with me, but not of the month, but of the last couple of weeks anyway. Uh, here's the first one. This is on November 30th. This is Powell weighs earlier in to bond tapering amid, amid hot inflation. So it's just a few days ago. Here's a blurb Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said officials should weigh removing pandemic support at a faster pace. And he, re- and he retired the word transitory to describe stubbornly high inflation, though a new COVID-19 strain remains a risk. His comments Tuesday before the Senate Banking Committee, where both Democrats and Republicans expressed concerns about high prices, were taken as a hawkish pivot by financial markets that could deliver sooner-than-expected increases in interest rates next year. That is a big, big story. We have all used the word transitory all year— and the chairman of the Federal Reserve just said, you know what? Let's not call it transitory, which is what <laughs> he's been calling it for the last year. Because remember, we said this. We right. talk about this every time we have this conversation. Yeah. And here he is saying you know, he's, they're going to start. And, you know, they were basically going to stop the bond-buying program, tapering is called. They were going to start tapering the bond-buying uh, program, and it was going to be gone by next July, I think, or next June. Now they're saying it may be gone by March. Now that that doesn't mean interest rates are rising. Then that means that the Federal Reserve is going to stop supporting the bond market, uh, in other words, suppressing interest rates, and they may actually start raising interest rates shortly thereafter. So this could change the game here.
2: I think we kind of all speculated that that transitory word was a psychological,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, you know, word. Well, what he what he said was, did you guys did you guys watch his comments?
1: I didn't watch them. No, not live.
0: Yeah, what's well, like watching paint dry. I don't blame you for not watching. But, <laughs> and I didn't watch all of them, but you know, I watched some of them. Uh, and, and he said what he said was that the word transitory seemed to be confusing to some people uh, and it meant different things to different people. So that's why he wanted to retire the use of the word, which is just BS. <laughs> he's, he's retiring the use of the word because he can no longer claim it's transitory. It's right. stuck in the you know, we've got some inflation going on. Some's going to go away, like you said, Aaron, when the uh, supply chain snafus are corrected. Uh, but some of it like higher wages won't. And that's basically what we've been saying all along. Right. And I've only got one more story, and I don't know whether you have anything else, Miranda or Aaron. But yeah, I've my, got my a couple. Last story. Well, go, go ahead then. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so one of the ones that's really interesting to me uh, happened back in, uh, it was, you know, just after, you know, November 13th. But the Federal Reserve put out one of its quarterly reports about consumer debt. And consumer debt is on the rise. And so I just found that interesting. Um, They said that the total, total credit card balances are down compared to the end of 2019, which is nice. People were paying down their credit card balances. But credit card balances have been on the rise this year, quarter over quarter. So... That's an issue. And I think that it speaks to people. Um, once, once we start seeing things like consumer debt start to rise, uh, then you have to start digging into the data and also seeing, okay, what are, what's the default? You know, What are the default rates? Are people starting to default um, toward the end of last year? Defaults on auto loans, for example, were on the rise. And so when you start seeing consumer debt rising and defaults rising, those can be signs that people are struggling and that uh, we could start seeing problems in the economy as, uh, as as more people have a hard time paying their bills, as debt is rising because they can't pay their bills. And then eventually we start getting the defaults and things start you know, hitting different areas. So that's just something that's on my radar that I'm sort of keeping an eye on.
2: Yeah, well, one of the biggest hits to people's uh, pocketbook right now is rent prices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of places, it's skyrocketed. And if you go on certain forums, like the neighborhood forums and stuff like that, you're finding people going, I can't find a place to, to live. It's like their uh, institutional investors have bought up swath- huge swaths of uh, communities and, and homes, and then they uh, jack up the price of rent. And now people whose uh, you know, rental contracts have, are up, and they have to move someplace else. They find themselves they can't afford a place to live. It's kind of becoming a, a real big problem.
0: Yeah, actually, I think I told you this before, Aaron. But my uh, a friend of mine, who's also my boat mechanic, was here yesterday, uh, and he was saying he, he they just had to take his father in. Uh, and he said that he said we'll just get a they have a two bedroom, two bath now, and he said we'll just get a three two. He said he can't find one for less than twenty. He's got twenty four hundred bucks a month to work with. He said he can't begin to find one at all. This is South Florida where we live. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, and yeah. it's just it's gonna, this is gonna get serious, you know, because people can't find places to live
2: now this is going to trickle out for the next year and it's just going to, i don't think it's going to play well
0: yeah yeah we've hey we've had a good stock market for a really long time but there are some clouds gathering on the horizon folks and we've mentioned that before too you know uh, stocks do not do well at least initially when interest rates start going up uh and when inflation is going yeah. up if you're and, and pressured,
2: because people will pay their rent before they do anything else, and and if when that pressure comes to bear, I mean, they're going to buy less products. That's that's less profit for right. companies. I mean, that's that's Absolutely. a trickle down problem. You yep. know,
0: you're a landlord, so this is good for you. But that money that's going to you ain't going to to uh, you know buy groceries or any number right. of other things. Right, luxuries. You know, right. So. It's, it could be getting tougher out there. Uh, but for right now, in fact, let's go ahead and go. The, my last story, by the way, that I won't bother with was the um, the Omicron uh, variant, uh, which, you know, we already discussed. But, you know, the two, two major, major stories in the last few weeks, Powell says, it you know, is going to end uh, the bond tapering program sooner. Uh, no, doesn't call inflation transitory anymore. And obviously the Omicron thing. Maybe by the time you listen to this podcast, some breakthrough will have been made. But as we speak, they're not really sure how potent this is, how how, uh, easily transmittable it is, uh, how resistant to vaccines it is. And so it's scary. It's scaring us as human beings and it's scaring the stock market, too. So these are the two big stories, I think. But anyway, we don't have much time left. Let's go on. and, And this may not take us long. We're going to talk about what we are doing with our own money. So I don't know how long it's gonna take because you guys last time we spoke you hadn't made any changes I made a few last time we spoke but I don't know if I made any since then so have you guys made have you guys bought or sold anything uh, over the last few weeks
2: Bought some Intel bought some banks you bought some Intel bought uh, Lennar a uh, building company
0: Wow you have been buying stuff
2: yeah I, but uh, you know it's not a lot because I I'm, I'm not uh, I don't I'm worried about this uh, market little positions just to let me know like hey if this stuff ever drops because you buy it that way you can see it dropping
0: yeah you know uh you, you guys i think you both have a stock is it sofi
2: yeah that's dropped i've been debating yeah i've been
0: looking at this because uh, that that was up in the 20s yeah, i don't know where like,
2: it is today it had a high of 28 at one point then um now it's down to 16
0: 16 see yeah. i think i may buy that so yeah, I'm a, really trying not to buy a lot of stuff.
2: But I keep telling people, I mean, they're still pushing to become a full fledged bank, and I think it's probably gonna. That process takes about know, anywhere from like twelve to twenty four months to uh, to get the legalities worked out so they can be a full fledged bank. So in another year, that that could be a really good move.
0: Now this is about yeah. as cheap as I've seen this stock. You guys told me about it months and months ago, and I've kind of kept an eye on it with an eye toward buying it, and I have not done so. But let's see, what's the fifty two week low? Is ten. 52-week high is 28, and the stock is now at 16. It's the symbol is SOFI. Mm-hmm. SOFI. And by the way, guys, if you wanted to see what I own, I forgot to mention this at the outset. All every stock that I own, you can go to our show notes and click on Stacy's stocks, and you can see everything that I own, when I bought it, and what it's at now. Um, and I, I and I just continue to take it in the shorts of the stuff that I bought recently. And by the way, you know why so- SOFI is getting hit? Even though the market, as we speak, is up 500 points or something, isn't it? SoFi is down today. And you know why that would be? Because what what have we told you guys over and over and over? The market's up almost 700 points, actually. Over and over for the last few months, we've been saying, be cautious about stocks with very high PEs. In other words, companies that aren't earning a lot of money. And that's SoFi that's losing money because it's new. It's new, yeah. Yeah, but these companies like this, you guys, they're going to get hurt. In, in a in a market that's that's a roller coaster, you know. Yeah. So you want to you want to stay with companies with earnings, like Ford, for example, which I've also thought about buying and have not bought yet.
2: Well, you guys last week or a while back, you talked about how banks do well when inflation is up because they'll make a little bit more money off of higher uh, interest rates. Yes. So I bought uh, what is it? KRE. It's like some regional bank ETF.
0: Oh, really good. How's that? It's not treating you well, I'm sure, right now.
2: Um, uh, when I did buy it, it went, went up and I was doing well, but obviously now it's back down to where I bought it at. I also got yeah. some bank of America and, um, and I read some things about, I don't know if you guys know about Lennar? it's like a big building. Yeah. Yeah. I know company Lennar really out of Texas. Well. And I was trying to balance him against this other one, DR Horton and stuff, but Lennar seems to be really pushing hard on high tech home building between uh, 3D printing oh, and cool. uh, modular homes and stuff like that, where you just, it's pre-built, but they're super ridiculously strong. It's like, you know, I'm going to grab them because if there's a housing shortage, people are going to want more houses. They're going to build more and continue. And so I've already made 6% on that.
0: Yeah. I was going to say it's up, it's up five points today. It's yeah. at 113.50 yeah, and so. uh, it's high for it's, it's up 50% this year. Yeah. So you've done very well. I mean, it's smart to buy home buyers, which obviously did not take a rocket scientist to figure out. <laughs> I didn't know why you were No, I, well, I meant, you know, obviously homes have been going for a lot of money, so the home builders are making a lot of money. Yeah. But I but I didn't know though about Aaron's uh, thought about the technology that Lenar's and uh using. So that's that makes it more interesting. Well, if you think about it, I
2: thought about it this way. So, uh if it cost a man, a, a builder to traditional building, you got a, you know a bunch of guys in there and And uh, it's a lot of labor intensive, but if you take a lot of that labor away, like if you do a 3D printed house, the house is built within like a month and compared to six months. And then it only takes, you know, a crew of 10 people to finish the house off. So that drastically reduces the cost to build that home. And yet they're still charging close to what it costs to build a traditional home. So that means your profit margins are going to dramatically increase.
0: That's smart. You know. Yeah, you you have a way of looking out into the far future, which I think makes you a great investor. Uh, it may make you a nervous investor in the short term, but I think that's you know that kind of thinking is really that's what makes you a lot of money over the long term if you're right. I mean, it's going to take a while for that to occur. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then I got this other crazy one called Re Automotive. R E E as a stock. Sticker. You
0: told me about that before. That's the that makes the bodies for cars.
2: Yeah, this is a real outlier. So this could either be a flop or it could be you know something amazing. But uh, what they do is they build skateboard, skateboard plat- platforms. That's all they do. But they figured out a way to build like nine classes of these. So they can build anything from a single person car to a bus.
0: Yeah, you said skateboard. That's going to confuse people. What now, you skateboard, mean
2: by that? what it is, is basically just the bottom frame of an electric car. But they figured out a way to build a, sus- a suspension and motor and steering system all within the wheel itself. So every platform has four motors in the oh, whole suspension. Cool. So the whole bottom is basically battery. Who do they sell cars battery.
0: to, or who do they sell these skateboards to? They
2: just sell the skateboards. So that means any um, anybody who has an what, idea do you of know, how who, to do you
0: know what companies they actually do sell them to.
2: Well, they're still in this development R and D phase. Doing that, yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. not making any profit. But um, the,
0: you've got what do you, I don't know what you paid for it, but right now the stock's at four, and it's been as high as seventeen this year. Sixteen yeah, sixty six. I, I anyway. bought it for
2: like three ninety one.
0: Okay, so you're still okay.
2: Yeah, So, but uh, but if you think about it, it's kind of cool because they're perfectly designed for Europe, and they could yeah, take sense. over Europe. So anybody can build a car for this platform. So any in industry, go, oh, I, I have a car idea. I have a bus idea. So they could build fleets, basically. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of a neat idea, so I thought. That's um, cool. Something.
0: I sold, I don't know if I covered this last time we talked, but I had a little company called Northwest Bio, Biotherapeutics. Uh, this was literally a recommendation from our editor's father, who's a retired physician. Uh, I sold that. I paid 62 cents for it. The only penny stock I've ever bought. And I sold it for $1.31 on, that I mean, it's 111% profit. I bought it in 2020 and sold it 11, 11 21 So I bought it about at 9 4 20, So basically a year, a year and a couple months, and I made 111% on that. Um the chemo centrics. That's another one. Another recommendation from him. I bought that on ten seven, sold it on ten eight, and made an eighty five percent profit. <laughs> nice. Oh, <wow. laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was lucky. Even the blind squirrel finds the occasional acorn. <laughs> um, Boeing, but now okay. Now let's talk about some sad stories. I bought Boeing at two twenty nine. It's now one ninety eight. So I'm down thirteen percent on that. I bought that in mid November. Um, Nvidia is doing really well. I put, I put 10 grand in Nvidia in 2020. It's now worth 60 grand. Next stock's just going berserk. PayPal, another sad story, though. I bought that on the 2nd of November and I bought it again on the 15th of November. I paid 231 for the first buy and then 213 for the second buy. Now it's at 186 Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, why? why am I down so much on PayPal? Because it doesn't have a low PE, it's got a very high PE. Yeah. So it's it's not earning as much. It, its earnings are not holding up its stock price because that's the kind of market we're in. So, I, but I'm fine with it though. I'm patient. i, I told you guys a long time ago. I, I own a lot of bank stocks. Not a lot. I own Citigroup, Huntington Bank shares, which is regional, J.P. Morgan, and Wells Fargo. Uh, and it, what I want to do is I want to sell those. I think they're they haven't topped out yet. I think when the interest rates start going up, they're going to get higher. When it, but I want to get I want to get into the um the what's it called DeFi,
1: yep, decentralized finance.
0: Decentralized finance. I want to I want to get out of old t- old fashioned banks and into new fashion ones. Uh, so I, uh, that's why I bought PayPal. But obviously I bought it a little early, so I'm not looking so good there. But all in all, if you guys want to see, I've got like I own like 30 stocks. If you want to see what they are, go to our show notes and click on Stacey stocks. You'll see everything I own. Um and oh, I also bought uh some uh Ethereum this month too. Nice. I think I bought it 1119, 19th of November I bought one Ethereum for $4,270. And now and Ethereum is now 4,494. Basically 4500 so I'm up on that. But I bought the last time I bought it was September 21st and I paid $2,900 for one coin.
1: So I'm doing pretty good on Ethereum.
0: But that's gambling money. How about how about you, Miranda? Any any buys of anything? Uh no. Nope. I know you're a crypto person.
1: Yeah, no, nothing really new that since what I talked about. I still holding pretty much just holding steady with like continuing the dollar cost averaging for my regular goals. Still doing that. Um I did boost up a little bit. Like I've been holding um um some pot stocks and uh pot ETF. And so I did I did have a little extra money and I went ahead and just bought a little bit more uh MJ, which is the ETF that I own, and then Sundial, which is one of the, the pot penny stocks that I own. So um so I went ahead and just bought a little more of those things. They they had been down and you know everything else. And I'm really just kind of hoping that, you know, eventually when it's decriminalized and the banking thing goes through, that these things will go up. But we'll see.
0: You know, you know what they say about pot stocks, Miranda? <laughs> Buy low, sell high. Uh... <laughs> okay we are out of time we do have one quick question we really don't even have time for it but it's really short so i'm going to ask you miranda you ready yep let's do it okay the question comes from dale dale says does medicare cover any any dental cost
1: oh yeah so the answer dale sorry is for the most part no so your medical medicare part a is going to pay for some dental services if you get them while you're in the hospital and they're kind of like an emergency thing um But for the most part, uh, it doesn't cover dental care. So it's not going to cover like your regular cleanings. It's not going to cover your dentures. It's not going to cover that kind of stuff. Um, Now, there are things like if you get a Medicare Advantage plan, so that's Part C. If you get one of those Medicare Advantage plans, some of them actually do offer dental. So you're just going to have to check into the plan, see what there is, and get that supplemental insurance if you want to have your dental costs covered.
0: Yeah, I, I have Medicare Advantage, and it does cover some dental. Uh, So be aware aware when you're shopping for these things, guys, that uh, it'll say covers dental. Well, it may cover the first $200 or make, you know, but bottom line is I went to the dentist not long ago and I had to pay money, even though my Medicare Advantage plan, uh, air quotes, covers dental. Read the fine print before you do that. But the the Advantage plans at least can cover dental. And I think some of them cover a lot more than others.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, just be aware. (laughs) So check it out.
0: We are out of time, guys. But you know what? We're never out of topic. Dig a little deeper. You're going to find links to lots more. And I mean lots more info in our show notes, including my stocks. And remember, if your goal is to make more, to spend less, to retire rich, your online home is moneytalksnews.com. And don't forget to check out Miranda's online home as well. That's Miranda M-A-R-Q-U-I-T M-A-R-Q-U-I-T.com. If you've got a question, comment, or topic you'd like to suggest, we would love to hear from you. Email us at hello at moneytalksnews.com. That's hello at moneytalksnews.com. And one last thing, if you appreciate what we do, then gosh darn it, do something for us. Subscribe to this podcast. It takes you two seconds, really helps us out. So if you like us, show us and subscribe and get your friends to subscribe too. I'm Stacy Johnson.
1: And I'm Miranda Marquette.
2: And I'm Aaron Freeman.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We're going to see you right here next time.